0: G'day everyone, this is Rita Joy and welcome to the Unbox Your Give podcast, how to turn a passion into a profession. Today I'm going to be answering a few questions that I've received and what I want to do is in answering those, hopefully you can see yourself in each one of these questions and you probably have probably asked yourself these questions, which is why I picked these specific ones and here's the question so that you have a background as to what I'm going to be covering during this episode. So the first question is, how do you know if your current job is holding you back from your full potential? That's a question from Devon. Devon, thank you so much for that. How do you know if your current job is holding you back from your full potential? Then I've got another one from Anna who says, is, poss- is it possible to work without inspiration? And then lastly from Jordan, the question is, how can you monetize your passion for a living? Okay. Great questions. Let's go with number one first, obviously. How do you know if your job, current job is, going, is holding you back from your full potential? You know, if you're already asking that question, then it probably sounds like your job is holding you back from your full potential. Because to ask the question is creating the inquiry and it's creating the question in your own head because something is kind of not aligning, something is kind of, there's a gap somewhere. So just to even ask that question. Uh, is your how do you know if your current job is holding you back from your full potential it probably is so you know that because you're asking the question if your job your current job was giving you what you needed it was fulfilling your full potential that wouldn't even be a question you wouldn't be curious or looking around for something else and so what you want to do here is you want to look at well what what would it mean for you to fulfill your full potential? What does that look like? For me, um, and I'm giving you my, as example for me, because I'm not sure of your specific situation, Devon, but for me, it would be, I need to be able to be creative in my working day. I need independence. I need to be working on things that matter to me, so projects that matter to me, so the social enterprise that I'm working on, the videos that I create, the podcast episodes that I plan and then I broadcast. These are all things that allow me to know that I'm, that I'm on my, my way to hitting my potential or I'm in the journey of that. And so that's what has to happen for me. You need to look out what needs to happen for you. What needs to happen for you to know that you are living up to on the journey to like like home running with your full potential? And what's missing? What's missing to make that happen? Because it's really, it's a very personal question. And sure enough, you can have a coach, you can have a mentor to discuss it, to be a soundboard and to ask you the right questions to get that, unpack that for you. But at the end of the day, what you need to do is asking that question alone learn, says that you're not hitting your potential. So what would that look like for you? And then you need to describe that. And you can't say things like, I'd be happy or I would be fit or I would be um, living on an island. You have to be very specific. Otherwise, you're always going to be chasing something that doesn't exist. So to be happy, what does happy mean? Happy is such a general word. Happy means waking up and um, working in this role. Happy means knowing that you've got X amount of dollars in your bank account. Happy means you're earning X amount of dollars. Happy means that you've got kids. Happy, what does happy mean to you? How do you know you're going to hit your full potential? What's the specificity that's going to make you know that you've achieved it, that you've arrived at that? Um, feeling good feeling happy none of those words work because they're all general they're all vague and they're not going to get your brain thinking about how to bring closer what you want something like fitness I want to be fit or I want to be healthy once again it's too general what does that mean does that mean you want to have two percent body fat does that mean you want to get rid of 10 kilograms does that mean you want to Fit into your wedding suit or wedding dress like what does that mean to be healthy or to be fit and specificity will drive your brain because remember your brain's got something called the reticular activating system the ras when you say to your brain i want something your brain will now trigger you will point out what where that thing lies so that you can move towards it if you say for example want to um to what's the best example I can give you if you want to go on a holiday and Jamaica comes up for you. Now, anytime you hear the word Jamaica on the news, when someone talks about it at random, you see it on social media, your brain is going to stop you. Oh, Jamaica, see, Jamaica. And Jamaica is just going to come up at you, whereas before you wouldn't have never noticed Jamaica because it was never on your list to go and visit. But now suddenly you've decided it's Jamaica that you want to go and visit. Now, Jamaica, what, any time anyone mentions it, your brain, your RAS, the reticular activating system, is going to be activated and it's going to bring your attention to Jamaica so that because your brain is looking for what you want. And that's why specificity works. So, the more specific you are, the more you give your brain the power to bring to you your full potential. Okay, so I hope that answers your question. The next question is Anna, is it possible to work without inspiration? Absolutely. In fact, many people do work without inspiration. Inspiration is breathing in. To inspire means to breathe in to expire means to breathe out so is it possible to work without breathing in (laughs) and in this case to get inspiration on a daily basis now we're talking metaphorically not physically obviously here um inspiration is something that if you wait for it you're waiting for a very long time ask anyone who's tried to write a book anyone who wants to create a painting anyone who wants to create video anyone that wants to do anything anyone who's an inventor because inspiration is nothing more really in my experience and the people that i have interviewed on this podcast it's nothing more than just putting one foot in front of the other and then suddenly they get an idea and what inspired you? Well, the inspiration came from putting the one foot in front of the other constantly and that leading to something that was a breakthrough, that was different, that was innovative. And so many people who are fit, any anyone who has really uh, mastered a certain aspect of their life, be it fitness, be it career, be it a parent, be it, and what I mean by master doesn't mean it's perfect, I mean you know, they're in control, you know, they know what they're doing. They not don't feel out of control. It's because they work on habit and not inspiration. And a lot of the times people say, how is it that you're able to get to the gym? How is it that you eat so healthy? How is that you're such a calm parent? It's a habit that you practice. It's a habit that you constantly do because inspiration is never there when you need it, just like motivation. Um, and if if I were to wait for inspiration to create a video or create a podcast, I'd never have a podcast up. I would probably have, like, three podcasts up, whereas now I'm on 100, episode 140, and I would never have done a video, and I've done 150 videos now. So it's not about waiting for inspiration. You need to do research <laughs> if you're feeling stuck, or you need to, you know, how to – and yesterday's episode was all about how to, how to unhook yourself – from that feeling of stuckness, but it's definitely possible to work with that inspiration. In fact, many people do. Many people do. In fact, I was listening to an interview or a talk that Steve Jobs gave. And he was saying that, uh, Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple, and he was saying that, you know, you don't start to create or invent a technology and then work back to think, how am I gonna sell this to the end user? You work with the end user experience, then you work back to the technology. And the reason why that's really important is because it's easier to to get inspired by, oh, let's create this technology, oh, let's do this. You know it's, it's easy to just, like, go on a tangent. But you don't know if it's going to help someone or if anyone actually is going to pay for it or to use it. So by working in reverse, from the customer experience to then creating the technology, that's the inspiration, but it's, you can call it inspiration, but it's actually putting, as I said, one foot in front of the other. You know, the iPod, the smartphone, the iPad, all that stuff was created from Steve Jobs thinking, so what does the end user want? So how would they use it? Why would they use it? When would they use it? What's currently on offer that they could bypass and take this product. So he's working backwards until he gets to, ah, the iPad, ah, the smartphone, ah, the, you know, it's all that stuff. So inspiration is nothing more than putting one step in front of the other and that creates a process of momentum and that momentum creates the aha breakthrough, whether you call that inspiration or breakthrough, but definitely work is always done without inspiration. Ask anyone who's ever created a piece of music, created a piece of art, created a piece of... Content created a piece of uh, written literature that has really impacted people. Um, and, and, and by the way, let me just what one thing just that one thing that just occurred to me was Harry Potter. The author of Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling, she said that she was on a train one day, and that suddenly the Harry Potter story was coming to her—a boy catching a train and then. You know, all that stuff was coming to it. And that was like a download of inspiration. But what you need to know is that JK Rowling always wanted to write. What you need to know is that in that moment of breakthrough, of inspiration, whatever word you want to call it, was a moment that she hooked on So she said she scrambled out a paper and pen and started writing these ideas that were being downloaded, just like Steve Jobs would have. Um, when he was working on the user experience and working back towards the technology to create the iPad, the smartphone, they are just different processes of becoming inspired. But at the end of the day it was one foot in front of the other that got them to the idea. And then obviously she had to write, JK Rowling's had to write you know Harry Potter number two, number three, number four, etc. And it wasn't always a bout of inspiration. She had to think through what the characters were going to be, what the situation was going to be. And that's not through inspiration. That was through just what the end user would want to read about, what the end reader would want to read about. How could she make it more exciting? So it's just getting the work done. In fact, she said that she used to hire a a hotel, a suite in Scotland, one of the hotels there, and just lock the room and start writing and just get to the job because I'm sure she had bouts of not being inspired, but she just kept at it one foot in front of the other. So I hope that answers your question, Anna. Then the last question is by Jordan, how can you monetize your your passion for a living? Well, this whole podcast is filled with people that I've interviewed who have monetized their passion. And it really depends on what is your passion that you want to monetize. So monetize just means make money from it. But what is your passion? Because what your passion is will determine how you can make money from it. Cause there is a thousand and fifty thousand ways you can make money doing what you love. I mean, there's videos. People actually that the highest YouTuber earns 50 million. The highest paid YouTuber. Now, 15 years ago, that would have been like outrageous to put a video up and get people to watch it, and you could make money from that. And from the person's passion, the passion is makeup of all things, right? Someone is making um, on their podcasts, they make multi-millions a year on their podcast. It's outrageous 15 years ago that someone could just talk to you as I am right now and make make more than... Your grandparents and your, pre, your parents and you and your... It just, it's just it's like, I'm just trying to, like, it's outrageous. It's like more than all those people combined. That, and it's, they're not just, you know, the, the odd people. A lot of people. I actually watched a documentary, which I mentioned on this podcast a couple of episodes ago, where another lady made in 2017 $26 million a year from the YouTube platform. Now I'm just using YouTube. There's podcasting, there is writing, people blog, people make... There is a guy on Instagram who makes a living from travelling the world and he doesn't pay for his travels. Companies sponsor him. And all he does, I mean, it's not all he does, but what he does on Instagram is he posts pictures of him travelling and he does stories, Instagram stories, and he does videos and it's all on Instagram. And he has a following, and so sponsors pay him to come to their hotel to come, but he gets paid to travel. And so, the reason why I say it depends on your passion because it totally does. One person does it on YouTube, one person does it on Instagram, one person does it working for corporate, one person does it by um, writing. There are a plethora of ways, but you've got to keep to a lane. So, number one, what is your passion? And number two, what would be the most exciting way for you to monetize that? Like, what are you good at, in other words? Are you good at writing? Are you good at pictures? Are you good at video content? Are you good at speaking? Are you good at um, a combination of all those things? Are you good at working for someone else? Are you good for, uh, with being independent and having good work ethic to be able to do things on time? Like, all that matters. And, I mean, there are people who, uh, on this podcast that I've interviewed, have made their passion was to make bracelets or lacelets out of baseball mitts and she did $300,000 you know what I mean like that's her passion she wanted to make bracelets from the material of baseball mitts she did so and she's now cranking up 300,000 another person wanted to help her passion was to help people who were struggling. Like, in other words, she thought of this idea where everybody has, like, Amazon, Apple, when you order something online, they send you a box with whatever you've ordered, your books, your gear, your computer, whatever it is. And so she made a partnership deal because she wanted to help people. That's her passion. She made a deal with Amazon and, like, Apple and companies like that saying, I've got this idea called Give Back Box, where we knew Amazon, send someone their books, whatever it is that you send that they've ordered online, then there'll be a little voucher in the box that you've sent their goods in to say if you've got any spare clothes, unused, unwanted shoes, clothes, whatever, put it back in this box, seal it with this sticker and post it to, take it to your nearest post office and then that will be sent to the nearest charity organisation that's looking for clothes, shoes, whatever. And she, how does she make a living from that? Amazon pays her a cut to be able to do it because it works for Amazon Amazon gets to be known as someone who's socially conscious who's doing something for the community for their and uh, for the environment by not having you know more landfill with clothes and shoes and she is facilitating that process by getting charities on board who need the clothes by making sure that there are things printed out in the boxes the little stickers the instructions are there so she facilitates that and she gets a cut from Amazon And that's how she monetizes her passion and makes a living from it. And you want to listen to her interview. Her name is Monica Viella, and it's called Give Back Box. It's one of the episodes here. And that's one of many ways. One of the guys who, um, there was a mum who I interviewed who sent her kids off to school and her passion was to make sure that her kids were safe under the Australian sun because the sun is quite. Uh, dangerous and dangerous in the fact that you know it's it's just really hot. Like the sun has more spectrum. It's got more, uh what's the word? I don't even know if the correct word is is what I'm saying. She didn't want her kids to get burnt under the sun. Okay, let's just make that real simple. Okay. <laughs> she didn't want her kids to get burnt. And she developed a swimsuit that protects, it's got UV material that it protects the skin. It won't allow the kids to get sunburned and it's a full body material and I interviewed her on this podcast and you can listen to how she created it, how she invented it, how she marketed it, how she's juggling being a mum, being an inventor, being a businesswoman and that was her passion just to help her kids and by helping her own kids she's able to help so many other kids whose parents are looking for this swimsuit that helps their kids not get burnt under the sun and that's it. So that's why I'd say it depends on what your passion is. You work out your passion, you work out what am I good at, how can I, what good at in terms of in terms of getting attention, speaking, videoing, podcasting, writing, and then you look at well, what's the best way to, to generate revenue? Do I need to sell this to someone, the end user? Do I need to sell it to a third party, like the uh, give back box, where she sailed, sold to the actual second party and not to the end user? Do I need to actually get sponsorship deals? Like you will know, once you know what your passion is, you can work out how to monetize it. And then you can find different ways of monetizing it and see which one works the best. But it all stems from the passion and what value you want to create in the world. And once you work out those two, the monetization model can become a lot more evident to you. Okay. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up with there. I hope that's been helpful. Those are three questions. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Anna. Thank you, Devon, for your questions. Much appreciated. If you guys have any questions that you'd like me to answer, please email me at Rita, R-I-T-A, at unboxyourgift, one word, dot com, unboxyourgift.com, and let me know any questions you have so I can give my A to your Q on this podcast. Also, If you'd like to find what your passion is and if you're thinking, well, how do I find what my passion is, you go to unboxyourgift.com and on that website you can have a free download of the seven steps that I take people through on how to find their passion minus your resume. I've taught this process to people in South Asia, in Australia. I've taught it to people who are in school, people who are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s and 60s. I've yet to teach it to someone in their 70s, 80s, but my point is the process works. The process of finding your, your passion works. And so that's why it's a free download. It's free because it's adding value. It's my, my value add, what I can give back, what I can add to the community, what I can add to you listening. So if you'd like to listen to that or, pardon me, if you want to download that, unboxyourgift.com. Otherwise, if you've got any questions about um, the passion itself, that you'd like to get sorted. Like a lot of people email me and say, can I get one-on-one time with you to help me work out my passion? Can I do like some coaching or mentoring? I usually do a VIP day, which you're most welcome to in quite, It's just an application to fill out. And therefore, once we get that application filled out, and I know that what you're looking for aligns with what I can give to help you, that's when we can book in a time. And we can lock it in. So if you've got any questions, please let me know. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate your time. If you like this episode, please make sure to share it. Please make sure to subscribe. And my advice to myself and to you as always is that life is a gift and together let's unbox it. God bless, guys.